0: Good morning from Westpac, and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw bond yields quite volatile and the US dollar falling amid some improved risk sentiment, uh, Bank of Japan speculation, and an update on US borrowings and more. Uh, the s and 500 overall is up 1.3% on the day, reflecting that better risk tone Uh, largely related to the war in the Middle East, Uh, the incursion into Gaza seen as less aggressive than was expected, so far at least. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down 0.4% on the day, uh, largely reflecting that improved risk tone, the US dollar, of course, being a safe haven or a defensive currency So, the Aussie dollar rose from 63.50 to 63.84, and the Kiwi rose from 58.20 to 58.44, and the Aussie Kiwi cross rose from 109 to 109.30, making a fresh three month high. In the interest rate markets, uh, quite a bit to buffet them. Uh, The US two year treasury yield initially rose from 5.02 to 5.07%. That would have been helped by the better risk tone and a Bank of Japan story, which I'll come to in a second. Then later on, pulled back to 5.03% after an update on US Treasury borrowings. Uh, the ten year yield, similar story, initially rose from four point eight three up to four point nine two before pulling back to four point eight five percent. And Australian interest rates mimic those moves. Three year gamma bond yield there rising from four point three eight to four point four five, the ten year yield rising from four point eight six to four point nine nine, pulling back to four point eight five per cent. In the commodity markets, uh, with that better risk tone and perceptions of what's going on in the Middle East, Brent crude oil uh, fell 3% in the futures markets. Uh, Copper rose 0.3%, iron ore rose 2.1% to $124 and gold fell 0.4%. Now the bits and pieces of news uh, apart from the Middle East situation which did move the markets. Uh, The Bank of Japan story that was uh, published by the Nikkei News Service reported that uh, the Bank of Japan, at its policy meeting, which will end this afternoon, uh, will discuss a further tweaking of the yield curve control policy and is likely to allow uh, higher interest rates, uh, likely to allow the 10-year government bond yield to temporarily rise above 1%. Uh, let's see if that is indeed the case, so it did not cite its um, rationale for the story. The U.S. Treasury reduced its estimate for borrowings for this quarter um, from $852 billion to $776 billion. so markets are expecting an increase, and uh, that reduction uh, helped push bond yields lower upon the announcement. What else did we get? It uh, wasn't so much market moving, but we got uh, German CPI inflation for the month of October. Uh, fairly soft number, it was flat month on month against expectations of a small rise. And we had GDP for the third quarter, uh, which saw a contraction of 0.1%. On the day, what's out that could be market moving? There is a bit on the calendar. In Australia, we'll have private sector credit and a speech from RBA Assistant Governor Jones who looks after financial markets. In New Zealand, we'll have building consents and the monthly ANZ Business Confidence Survey which will provide some insight into the reaction from businesses uh, around the general election results. In Japan, as I touched on earlier, the Bank of Japan will uh, announce its um, policy decision. It's widely expected to leave policy settings unchanged, uh, although that news story from the Nikkei overnight will have some wondering. And in China, we'll have uh, October PMIs from the official source. Uh, They should reflect some stability and activity as the policy stimulus starts to filter its way through the system. Then into the Eurozone, uh, we will have Q3 GDP, uh, a flat result there expected as interest rate tightening there starts to bite. And we also get um, uh, inflation uh, for the quarter market expectation of a 3.1% annual pace. In the US, um, a batch of data there, most of it second tier. Uh, the more important one will probably be the third quarter ECI, which is an indicator of wage inflation. Uh, but we also do get uh, consumer confidence and the Chicago PMI indicator. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again at the same time tomorrow morning.